Captain Austin Podcast. Yo. Hey, Cam. What's up? What's up, man? Hey, I appreciate you doing the show, bro. This means a lot. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. There's so much I want to ask you, dude. I uh, First off, I want to congratulate you on all the success you've had as of late. It's been unreal to watch, man. I... Uh, you and I met briefly at an open mic probably about six months ago, maybe a little longer than that, at the Access open mic on Mondays. And uh, I remember seeing you on stage, dude, and I um, I mean, I thought you were so fucking funny, man. So it's, it's kind of wild just to see how much you've progressed since then. Yeah, man. Uh, do you still hit that mic sometimes, or have, have you gone on to bigger and better things? Nah, on, on, <laughs> on Mondays, I'll be, uh, I try to, I try to find, like, shitty shows, but really, uh, since the, since the, uh, since the mother shit thing, we get a, we get a, we get a crucial mic every Monday, so I'll be there most time. Yeah, no, I figured, man, I, I was kidding around, though. Sh- uh, shout out to <laughs> Zach, Zach Black and, uh, Alden Schaub, though, man, they're, they're good guys. Yeah, yeah, real good people. Yeah, man. So how, um, I know you're from Florida, but I, I want to hear a little bit about just kind of like your background, like how you got into comedy and sort of how you got to Austin. So if you want to kind of give me a little bit of that, that story, like how you ended up here and sort of how you got into comedy. So I got into comedy, uh, I had a bunch of work at Foot Locker and everybody I worked at. Do it. And then one day I tried when I was 19 and I like the embrace. So I just like, you know what I'm saying? I just started doing the shit I was doing before that. And then uh, a lot of shit that happened uh, with my life, and I was still going down here. And I, uh, my mama asked what I wanted to do, and I told her I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do comedy. She said, that's a stupid idea. And she said, I should go live with my daddy. So I did, I wanted to live with my pops. And then she called my dad, and she told him to talk about her. My dad was like, uh, my dad was like, yeah, I talk about her. And he hung the phone up. He was like, hey, man, you want to do this? And I'm with you 100%. And so I just busted my ass for about, like, two years in the city. I do a show. <clears throat> I got called to do a show uh, to Uncle Laser at Tampa. They wanted me to feature for Uncle Laser. And uh, the first night I wasn't supposed to be there because I was supposed to be out of town. I was supposed to be in Miami, but my, I, I ain't had no car at the time, so my dad called, wasn't gonna make it to, to Miami, but it would have made it to, it would have made it to, uh, to Temple. So I just, uh, I just packed up and went to Temple. And, uh, A Laser saw me, he was like, hey man, I really think, uh, we'll go crazy and text me to move to Texas. So me and my pops had, uh, took a trip to Texas. That's probably why I met you. And then uh, that was it. The rest was uh, the history. Yeah. So how how long were you in Tampa for? You, did you just do that one show, or were you there for a while? I did that one show. Like I used to drive up to Tampa all the time. Okay. Yeah. How how is the comedy scene in in Tampa like compared to Orlando? Is it a better scene there? Uh, they got a little bit more stage time. I think we got. I think we just got a more de- development scene. You know what I'm saying? Because we just, we just close to everything. Yeah. He's around, but they, they do got a little bit more stage time. They, got, they definitely got more clubs, and that's more like the improv, like a small uh, comic grad comedy club that's out of a bar. 
other than that, they got they got way more clubs. But I think uh, I think our scene was kind of strong at the time when I was the. Yeah. When when did you move to Austin? How long have you been here now? Like three months. I moved in like April. Okay. Damn, man. This is is this this has to be surreal, dude. Like from you moving here and just kind of the progression that you've had so far. Like, what does it feel like? Is it I just crazy? I just I just thank God. You feel me? I just don't uh. I just keep trying to move every day, trying to change. Cause a lot of shit been changing. I used to say yes to every show, and now I can't. You know what I'm saying? I'm now realizing that. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a lot. This is a lot of show. I, I don't got that much time in the end of the day. I wish I did. Yeah. You know, so a lot of a lot of shit is like uh, I'm gonna have to change up. I'm still getting used to like being like, oh, so I can't do this show. Cause I was like, so I'm so stage hungry. You feel me? Like it's yeah. weird for me. So it just. But it's 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 definitely surreal. This shit don't even feel like shit feel like a dream every day. I'm just trying to uh, just stay positive, keep that God, and just keep pushing. You feel me? Yeah. No. No doubt, man. Because I know you're a younger guy, dude. So this is probably like. Is it's got to be a lot to take in? Like, do you have? Um, I know in a previous uh, interview, I heard you talk about your mom one time. Like, do you have like a real strong support system around you? Like, because I think it's easy, like especially for younger guys, to get with kind of the trajectory that you've had so far in such a short amount of time. It's probably a lot to take in. It probably gets a little overwhelming sometimes. But I feel like if you have a good support system around you, you can kind of navigate through it better. Like, I'm kind of curious, sort of, what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, my, my, my dad been there since day one. My mama, she, she getting on board, like, like, cause lately. Like, she real, she real supportive now, shit. So, like, my, uh, my support system is crazy, you know, uh. That's key, man. And shit like that. So, yeah, I got, uh, I got, it's, it's really cool to have everybody believe in me and shit. Yeah. Does it get overwhelming sometimes? Like, do you have certain days where you're just kind of like, I can't believe this is happening? Or is it just, are you just... I, I bet it's got to be such a wild feeling, man, because this is this is all happened like pretty quickly for you. Shit, every day, every day is uh, it's it oh, surreal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, one, I expect this shit happen this fast. You know, I, I, I expect to come out and bust my ass in like maybe in two years. Yeah, people have really got on before they happen like this. Like, oh shit! Like, okay, I really got something. So yeah, do you have um? Do you have management right now? Like, how do you decide what shows to do and whatnot? Like, do you have people? I'm sure you get people coming at, you know, wanting to talk to you all the time. I mean, how do you decide? Do you have somebody helping you right now with that? Like, kind of trying to figure out what shows to do, what not? Or has it, has it not gotten to that point yet? Yeah, I do. But, like, and when it comes to inside the city, it's kind of all like me. So, yeah. anything outside, anything, like, you know what I'm saying, going on, I, got, I definitely got some help on that, on that case. But like uh, when it comes to inside the city, I'm kind of like, like on my own with that. And it's kind of like I said earlier, like, it's kind of tough. You feel me? Because man, I'm I'm real bad at schedule making this shit. So yeah. I wake up in the morning, I got like six shows. I'm like, fuck! I say yes to all these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you uh? What do you think of Austin so far, dude? I know you've been doing mainly focusing on comedy. Have you had a chance to like kind of explore around much or see the city, or has it mainly just been head down doing shows? Like, have you got a chance to kind of check it out much? Not to everybody, but I live on Sixth Street, but I don't know. I don't really know shit. I've been, I've been, I've been to uh, the Springs. I've been there a couple of times, but for the most part, I stay, I stay on Sixth Street at all times. You feel me? Yeah, I feel that. And that's my whole, that's my whole life. I don't think I see shit. I'm I, I mean, I telling my dog, my dog, my dog, Cody, mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he a part of the creek in the cave. And we 
was sitting there talking one day with somebody that he knew, and the dude asked like, "What the best burger spot is in the city?" And you know, I'm so I'm so stuck on Sixth Street. I just said El Camino, and then uh, Cole was like, "What the fuck? That's not even the best burger spot like on Sixth Street." And I was, I thought about like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anything outside of this outside of this street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dog, but I on some real shit though. El Camino has some good ass burgers. Now, El Camino fire. You can't look in that kitchen. Hell you yeah. Kitchen, you gonna want to throw your goddamn burger away? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I look in that damn kitchen with the hell out. Fuck, man. I don't fuck myself up. Man, that's so true though. That 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 kitchen is a little questionable, but yeah. But you you don't look in that kitchen. You don't ask they message. You don't question they message. It's gonna be a great break. One day I got to question that shit. I was like, damn, I really, I really eat this. This shit really sanitary. <laughs> oh man. Um. So you ended up on. I just kind of want to get the sequence of events here real quick. So you you did kill Tony. Um. How did that transition, like, how many times did you do Kill Tony before the mothership opportunity came about? I'm kind of curious to hear how that, the timeline with that. What do you mean? So, like, I know you did Kill Tony. You did, how many times did you do Kill Tony before you got the job at the mothership? I did Kill Tony one time, but I was, uh, I was all up in, I was all up in through the mothership, thanks to, like, Dad posting the son of mine, but... I would do, uh, I did solid show a couple times. Okay. I did bike a couple times. I got a call back. I used to do cool shows. So I was always like in the building. But, uh, I okay. didn't get out. I got on, uh, I got on Kill 21 time. And then like a week later, when they were doing, uh, <clears throat> when they were doing, uh, 10th anniversary that same night, you know, the, the day before that, uh, Tony hit me up. And then he hit me up to be the new regular. And then, uh, 20 minutes later, the mother hit me up to be a door guy. So, that shit was a crazy-ass day. Yeah. So that all happened in the same day? That all happened in the same 20 minutes. Wow. That's wild, man. But, dude, you want to talk... I mean, that's a blessing right there. Because that's, like, uh, you know, obviously, like, you know, getting to be on Kill Tony every week and working at the mothership. I mean, you're just... You know, I can tell that this is, like... This is your path in life. Like, you eat, breathe, and shit comedy. And that's... Yeah. There's no other place you want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, what what were some of your like, like I, I'm a big like movie and music fan. Obviously, I know a lot of people are, but like, what what were some of your influences growing up? Like, as far as movies and music go, like, who did you listen to growing up? Like, what kind of movies did you like? Kind of movies I like, I like, like, I like, Kodak's hard, man. Yeah. Was he, uh, like, who, like, when you were younger, did you listen to, like, any other Florida artists? Like, were you into Trick Daddy at all? Or, like, anybody nah, else? That's, that's way before me. Yeah. Kodak was really, like, me and, me and Kodak were the same age. So when he started growing, he started growing up early. Yeah. He grew around, he was, like, he was, like, 14, 15. He a little bit older than me, so. And he was, he was 15, I was probably, like, 13. 
Okay. So like, uh, when he was blowing up, like when I got to high school and shit, like he was already like kind of getting on, especially like in the city, like in Florida. Yeah. So that's that's really what I that's what I said. I I was say I grew up on you feel me? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Is he probably your, is he your favorite artist? Yeah, I like I like J Cole too though. Yeah, J Cole is hard. I like J Cole. I like a lot of J. I like, I, like, I go to listen to J Cole most times. I like J. Cole. I like, I like a lot of shit, dude. Like, now, like, a lot, my, now my music purposes are, like, changed and shit. Like, I like a lot of country shit now. I guess because Tessie got a nigga in a, in a, in a chokehold. Yeah. But I listen to little country music and shit, so. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, yeah, I know, uh, I don't, you know who Morgan Wallen is? Him and Little Dirk have a couple of songs together that are actually yeah, really good. Yeah, the songs him and Little Dirk. I think it's called uh, Broadway Girls, man. Check that out if you yeah, haven't heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song's hard, I man. That song. Yeah, that song's yeah, hard. Yeah. Oh, movies wise, man. Like, what what were some movies that you really liked when you were growing up? Uh, my movies I really fuck with. Was my dad put me on. Like, you ever seen The Bronx Tale? Yeah, yeah, it's a good film. I fuck with The Bronx Tale. Uh, I like Boys in the Hood. Classic. Yeah, I fuck with uh, Menace Society, all that shit. Yeah, Menace Society was always one of my favorite movies when I was younger, too. Yeah. And, and then, then I, I like comedy movies. I like a lot of comedy movies, too. Like, I, like, I got the hookup. Yeah. And then, That's I, classic. I, I, my, my yeah. Did you, as far as stand-up comedians go, though, man, like, who, who, did, you, who did you like as a kid? Was there, like, people that you were really into or that you liked watching growing up? I know, uh, I know a lot, a lot of a lot of Kevin Hart. Come on, my mama had a big thing about like not watching. Uh, she not let me. She didn't like me watching uh, Comedy Central. But oh. she came to my room and like Kevin Hart, like anybody, like Cat Williams on stage and shit like that. She didn't let me watch it. She wouldn't turn it on. And then I remember when I was like my one of my big influences in the comedy. Like, I ain't even know this for real. That's how I started thinking back to it. But uh, when I was real young, I had, a, I had an older cousin that's like two years older than me, <clears throat> like three. I looked up to him like a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I always go to his house, I stay in the temple, and I would stay the night. And uh, when I was probably like a, a, like 11 or some shit, he was probably like 13, 14. And he would put on like a Cat Williams album, like Cat Williams comedy album, or like the, damn, uh, what that shit called? Uh, I'm driving. But he would put, uh, uh, he used to put a Cat Williams kind of special on, and that shit was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know why it's so funny, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I saw Cat Williams live one time, uh, probably eight or nine years ago on Halloween. He came to Austin. Yeah. And, man, I – that guy – I I could make a strong argument that he might be top five stand-up comics of all time. Like, I've just never uh, seen a, anything like that. He's legendary, huh? Yeah, man. He's something else. Um, Patrice O'Neal, too. Who? Uh, Patrice and Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah. Patrice O'Neal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. He's hilarious, man. You been home at all since you moved out here? Yeah, I went uh, I went back for a family reunion one time. Okay. Like two weeks ago. What's that like, man? Was it, was it, were people just like coming up to you and like showing mad love or kind of what, what was that experience like going back? I had out my homeboys who know what's going on. Other than that, like a lot of people I used to grow up with, they don't really know about Ken Tony. So, yeah. But like my my family don't, they just know I'm doing intentions, doing things. So it's, it's 
they not really gonna see it until like uh they see me with somebody that they they, they really like fuck me and my like I got a couple white homeboys that were like, Oh shit, this is you. And my comedian homeboy were like, This is it's the same. You know what I'm saying? But my family, like they just they just happen, I'm just not doing the shit I was doing, you feel me? Yeah. What what is your opinion of like there's a lot of comics in Austin, obviously. And when you, you know, when you were doing more of the open mic stuff before you uh, started doing Kill Tony and working at the Mothership, when you were kind of doing more open mics, did you ever feel like, did it ever feel discouraging sometimes? Because like you go to these open mics sometimes and there's a lot of motherfuckers there. You know, there's so many comics in Austin. Do you feel like that kind of drowns, does it make it saturated where it kind of drowns out? some of the talent, or do you feel like it just makes you work twice as hard? Nah, I mean, it supposed to make you work hard as shit, and often it's so like, what I've experienced with it, it's just like, everybody here want to see somebody like you see, if you funny, you know what I'm saying, we want you to excel, you feel me, that, that's just the vibe I've been getting from it, and so uh, I, I, I didn't, I'm not trying to be cocky, I, I didn't do too many mics. Yeah, I really find out. I did a couple of them, and then a couple people were like, "Oh shit!" I, it was my money, like more shows. Yeah, than anything. But I feel like somebody else come and, and, and just funny. It's the, the same thing, right? Yeah, the open mic scene here, man, gets real discouraging sometimes because you go and uh, I've been doing stand up for about a year now, and I I just do open mics, and I go sometimes, and you know, man, you'll be sitting there for two or three hours waiting to get on stage. And it's like, unless you, what were you saying? I said, no, that's up for real. No, it does, man. Cause it's like, you really gotta, there's two, two, two components to it. It's like, you really, really, really have to want that shit. Are you gotta, and you also have to have that kind of free time where you can go every single night and don't mind waiting that long. That's the part where it gets really hard, man. Like if you have other, other obligations or shit to do, that can get kind of daunting after a while, but there's so many comics here, man. Like there's. So many people have moved here just like in the last like six months, especially since the mothership is opened. Like, I just feel like this is kind of the, uh, this is like the pilgrimage now that like all the comics in the United States make now to come to Austin. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like LA in like the night in like, uh, in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, man. Have you done, uh, have you done any shows in, in New York city or LA yet? Uh, I did. <clears throat> I was in uh, San Diego. I did a comedy store with uh, Derek, Derek Bozeman. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, Mark Gatton, uh, I did that. How? What was? Then, uh, what was that experience like? Was that? It was surreal. It was crazy. Like it was like really insane. I bet, it was, man. Like, it was insane. I Even, bet. Even like the beat up, like in 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 the, in the present, like one of the comedy stores is, is crazy. Like, I, like yeah, that was one of my that was one of my most fun moments in like comedy so far. My favorite one of my favorite moments after the what happened after the show was uh when I were out I used to work at uh, the Empire in Orlando. I would uh do uh I would do old days and shit that sometimes. And the the manager on that Chris is like my auntie, I love Chris. But she uh she would always tell me, Kim, I love you with all my heart, you cannot wear no slides on my stage. <laughs> As long as you, as long as you find shoes, you can get on the stage. But you cannot wear slides on my stage. And we would, we would laugh, we would talk about it, and I would always bring shoes. Cause I respect the cooking so much. And uh, when I did the comedy store, I sent her a video, and I was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I, uh, that I just did the comedy store and I had wore slides." And I just wanted to say, "I think I, I just, I just told her thank you, bad thing and shit like that." But it was just a cool moment to be like, "You know, I still did what I do." 
Yeah. In my, uh, in my slide. Yeah, I feel that. So you never, that's kind of like, almost like a trademark now at this point. Do you, you always wear slides on stage? For the most part, yeah. Unless I'm working. Like, if I, like, I, like a, I do a spot there myself. Yeah. Because when you're working at the mothership, they don't let you wear slides there, I'm assuming? I ain't even asked. They probably would. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even asked. I just try to be professional with it. But they, like, real talk, that's, that's, that's such a cool job. I wouldn't be surprised. They were like, man, do what you want. Yeah, I feel that. Hey, man, unless it comes to a time where you might have to throw some hands, it might be better to have some shoes on. But again, 100%. yeah, <laughs> to have some shoes on. But again, 100%. yeah, <laughs> dog, I have to ask you this. I don't even know if you're allowed to talk about this, but have you seen some like wild shit go down in there? Like, it, like in the, as far as the crowd goes, like, have you seen any fights break out or anything? I've been there so many times and I've never seen anything crazy like that happen. But I was curious if, uh. I agree. I want to. Yeah, man. Well, dude, hey, I appreciate your time, Cam, for real. This means a lot. And I wish you all the success in the world, man. Like, it's been, I've been following you on Instagram for a while, and uh, it's been wild to watch from afar. But it's, it's deserving, dude. And I think you have a bright future ahead of you. Yeah, man. Take care of yourself. Right, you have a good one, man. Right. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, for sure. Take care. Trapped in Austin Podcast.